and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Yes, I can hear you, Austin, although my brain is only capable of processing about, I would say, 28% of what uh, is said, so I've got to apologize. Want to remind you about our friends at Big O Tires, uh, title sponsor of the Big Show, uh, Winter Tires, starting at only $49.95. Big O Tires with no credit needed financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Gordon uh, Austin just literally said to me, Jordan's ready. And I immediately turned to Austin and I said, is Jordan ready? <laughs> Well, that's why I asked, can you hear me? Yeah, I had one of those uh, one of those moments, which is nice. All right, uh, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, former BYU linebacker Jordan Jordan Pendleton with us on the big show. What's going He's on, ready. Jordan? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I hear, I'm ready. I hear I'm you're ready. ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready. <laughs> He's always ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jordan. Uh, do, does the, do the polls have it right? Uh, is BYU this good? Are they top ten good? I mean, I, I think with all things considering, yes. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of teams that are only a couple games in the season. So uh, I, I think as far as what's been laid out right now, I think they deserve to be in the top ten. And, you know, we'll see. Things could obviously change. I, it's hard to say that they'll stay there just because, you know, the, the Big Ten and um, you know, some of these other other leagues are just bar- barely getting started with their seasons. They're two, three, some of them four games in. So there's a lot that, you know, needs to happen in the next month, two months. But where they're sitting at right now, 8-0, coming off a big win to Boise State, I think they 100% de- deserve to be in the top 10 position that they're in. Jordan, I think we all can agree that BYU isn't facing the same challenge that some of the other teams are facing and if they, you know, that's part of it. But the eye test is being passed. And this is something that I had to learn. Jake lectured me for years about the difference between playing uh, just a couple good teams and then having everyone else be somewhat soft and playing uh, more than half your schedule being tough. And so that finally got through to me. But the Cougars this year are passing that eye test. And, and uh, you use the word deserve. Uh, I, 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 that's a hard thing to really figure out. I mean, are three or four or five wins over teams that all the other teams in the top 10 would, would or the top 20 probably would beat with some ease? Does that, uh, does that justify it? I don't know. But what I do know is that Zach Wilson looks awfully good right now, and he's impressing pro scouts. I mean, this thing looks real to a lot of people who are who have been watching football for a long time. Yeah, and and what I mean by deserve is, you know, they they can't control their schedule. It's been a weird year, and I think when I say deserve, look, there's there's a lot of teams that are barely just getting into their season, and so you know. I'm not saying that a Big Ten team that, you know, is a one-loss team isn't going to end up being bumped ahead of BYU in the in the rankings. I, I think, you know, eventually BYU 
likely so will get bumped out of the out of the top ten. But right now, with all things considering, with what they've been able to go do and and control what they can control, then yeah, they they are a top ten team right now. I'm not saying it's going to stay that stay that way, but the one thing that's been exciting about this BYU team is, you know, good teams. You, you play all these teams that you should you should beat, and if they were they were just a decent average team, then we're we're coming away with you know a win by 14 points or, you know, a 10 point victory. And, but they've been absolutely annihilating teams. And, and there's a difference there between just going and, and winning games that you should win versus going and putting up 50 something plus points a game and, and holding the opposing teams to not, not very many points. And so I think the fashion that they've been able to do it in um, is why they deserve it. Cause they're not just, they're not just winning games. They're, they're winning by a large margin and and they continue to improve every week and and yeah zach wilson um he looked ridiculous again against boise state he's doing a phenomenal job jordan pendleton is with us talking a little byu football on 97.5 and 1280 the zone uh there's uh, correct me if i'm wrong guys there's three games left this season for byu well, counting the bowl game, right? Two games and the bowl game. So here's a little math math question for you, Jordan. How many more games will we see Zach Wilson in a BYU uniform? Oh, that's a that, that's a tough question. I I was just talking about this uh, with somebody the other day, and I said, you know, I I don't really think it, it's tough. If I'm him, I'm I'm leaving. But as a fan, you, you would love to see him come back and be a senior with all these other receivers that are seniors. Um, and, and just with how well they've been playing, it'll be his fourth year with the same offensive coordinator, which I don't think people talk about that enough is just as far as being so comfortable in a system and then utilizing him. Um, you, you know, they, they've, you can tell they've grown together and it helps not having a different coordinator every year, but I would love to see him back. I would love to see him as a senior with a tougher schedule next year and be thrown to his same guys that they're all going to be seniors together and, and to see that chemistry. However, I think he's dumb if he doesn't, if he doesn't go. I don't think he has anything left to prove. Um, maybe playing against better competition maybe, but we've seen him also have big games against you know good competition in the past. And so I, I think – he goes I don't know that I just if I was him I would probably I would probably bounce because it's you you can't really improve on the season that he's having right now well some of the uh, projections have him a top five pick already so I mean you know what do you want to do improve to number one I don't know what the pay difference is between uh, five (laughs) and one but uh, I mean it's plenty either way you mentioned the receivers Jordan Uh, is this group surprising you yeah, they they are surprising me, and I I saw the talent when they were freshmen, and there were some things that I saw where I, I was, you know, I felt like we had a pretty talented group, but again, you know, they were all a lot of them were true freshmen playing at, at the time, and so, um, and and then Zach kind of you know went through some injuries. We we were going through second and third string quarterbacks, which I I think. Our, you know, our backup quarterbacks did a phenomenal job filling in for Zach, but um, it, it has surprised. I don't want to say it surprised me, but it's been awesome to see that chemistry, you know, finally come after all these years. And you saw glimpses of it when they were freshmen, but I feel like, you know, they, they've been on a whole nother level this year is just 
um, the, the chemistry that they have between each other. And, and, you know, I, we, we might have two guys get over a thousand, potentially get over a thousand yards this year receiving, which I don't think that's been done for a while to have two, you know, two guys potentially be able to get over a thousand yards receiving. I, I can't remember the last time we've had two guys on, you know, on offense, both get over a thousand yards. Jordan, over your career, you played against a lot of different uh, offenses, uh, ranging from very good to UNLV. I guess my question would be, how many good offenses did you play that had bad offensive lines? Oh, not very many. Um, you know, you, that usually if you're going up against a good offense, uh, their offensive line is, is the key. And I, I can't remember – too many good offenses that we played against that didn't have a, you know, very good offensive line. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and I, I can't think of one of those. I would say, you know, probably the good offense that we played against that probably had an an average offensive line was Nevada, but they had Colin Kaepernick at quarterback, and with his ability to run and and with all the misdirection and you know things they were doing with with Kaepernick. That's what made it difficult. I wouldn't say they had a phenomenal offensive line, but he made up for it with his ability to make plays with his legs. But that's the only one off the top of my head I can say. You know, they they weren't Oklahoma's offensive line, but, you know, he made up for it with his ability to be able to run. Okay, so let me follow up that question with this. You're uh, a head coach, and you're rebuilding a program. And you, obviously, under normal circumstances, you're going to draw in recruits from various, from different places on the field. I get that. But if you had your choice and you were building it, what order do you go in? Quarterbacks, offensive line, running backs, defensive line, linebackers, defensive secondary, and then special teams. Which, uh, uh, what order do you prioritize? That is a, that's a tough question. You know, I, I would say I would say your quarterback. Um, you know, it, if you have a great offensive line and you don't have somebody that can throw and and you know throw to people on time and and be precise and and make the right plays in the huddle, then your offensive line just doesn't really matter at that point. I, I would say if you look at any teams that are are winning Super Bowls or you know college programs that are winning the national championship they they have that quarterback you know they have that guy that is is a leader he's able to make plays in the pocket he's making the right decisions he's not turning the ball over and so i I think the quarterback is is a very important position and so i I would probably say quarterback you've seen good quarterbacks be able to make offensive linemen not look so bad because their ability to get rid of the ball fast, go through their progressions, their reads a lot quicker. Um, and, and, and then there's also quarterbacks that can make your offensive linemen look worse than they really are. They're holding onto the ball too long. And so, you know, I, I think a good quarterback can make an average offensive line look better than they actually are. But I don't think it's the other way, you know, the other way around because at the end of the day, um, you can have all the time in the world to sit and throw, but if the timing is off, uh, if you're not able to put the ball in the right spots, then it doesn't really matter. Okay, then fill out the rest. Oh, that, that's that's a tough one. Um, I, I would go quarterback, and then obviously I think I would go offensive line and D-line. Um, you know, you got to be able to run the ball in order to be successful, and then on the defensive side you've got to be able to 
you got to be able to have some guys up front that can that can control the gaps and and not let the opposing team run all over you. From there, um, you know, I would I would go to probably your oh man, that's so tough. I, I would say probably your combos. So like maybe running backs and, and linebackers, and and then that that's a tough question, man. I don't know if I can answer that. Um, yeah, we we left yeah. out the receivers too. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, like if we're just talking strictly position group, yeah, I would go quarterback, D line, offensive line, and then oh man, combos and and then probably your your DBs after that. I just feel like with DBs, you know, if you have good D line and linebackers, you're able to do certain things in zone. Um, in zone coverages and certain certain things that you know you don't need a four three corner to be able to be successful on defense and and so and that's just me kind of throwing that out there. That's a tough that's a tough question. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one more tough question, Jordan. This will be the last thing from me. All right, you have you're a very busy guy, so I, I'm assuming you don't have a whole lot of time to do just sit down and watch television. But let's say you've got <laughs> one hour to watch TV. Would you rather watch The Masters or Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? <laughs> the Masters any day, especially if Tiger Woods is playing The Masters for sure. Oh, I'm taking The Housewives, man. Did you watch that last night? No, I didn't. Amazing. It's amazing television. I didn't. It's, it's incredible. Been, hey, Jordan, I've been shamed by these guys because I didn't watch it. <laughs> hey, you, you shouldn't be. Um, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you not watching that. So Masters is way better anyway. All right, buddy. Hey, Jordan, we appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on as always. All right, guys. Thank you. That's our friend Jordan Pendleton, uh, former BYU linebacker and uh, weekly guest right here on The Big Show. Always fun to talk to. Yeah, I had to ask him that last one, didn't you? <laughs> I'm taking the housewives, man. I like watching <laughs> golf too. But If that's... there were a real house husbands of Salt Lake, would Jordan be in it? Wow, I don't know. Is, is is Jordan's uh, personal life uh, chaotic? Because I think that's kind of what they're looking for. Any any business owner's life is chaotic. That's true. It? And he's got a brand new little girl at home. And he's in the the training world where I bet he he runs into uh, all sorts of different type of people. I'd watch it. You'd watch. You it? know who would be really good on that show for uh, real uh, house husbands? Who do you think, Jake? Who would I? Who would I be thinking? Well, I know you're not thinking yourself. I'm Gordon Monsey. I'm thinking Kevin Graham. Of uh, course, he he did end up divorced, so maybe that was geez. such a good one. But... Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Having just a good gonna, time here. Just going to let that one marinate for a second. Uh, <laughs> out of our staff, who who do you think? Our you know, current, the, the, our current the, staff. The, let me follow that up with this because Kevin told me that he and his wife, he and his ex-wife, who is now remarried, I believe, he said they get along a lot better now than they did before. So it has a, I believe has that a, has a good ending. So who, who? And, they rate, and they have two beautiful girls who are uh, or women who are. I think they're still in college, aren't they, Jake? Yeah, they turned 21 yesterday. Happy birthday to Maddie and Josie. Uh, yeah. Wonderful uh, young ladies. Absolutely. Uh, but who from our current staff would be best, uh, if it were the real house husbands of, uh, of Salt Lake City, would be the best, you think, uh, most intriguing to watch? Well, Austin is a, is a candidate. 
Be a lot of Why? drama. A lot of drama with Austin. I could oh. see that. A lot of anger. And you never know what's going to happen. Austin's a bit of a but, wild card. Well, I've never seen the show, so I, and I don't think of this in, in, as far as anger goes, but as far as as uh, kind of uh, being talkative and being involved in a lot that's going on, then DJ might be a candidate. No, DJ's too much of a square. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't DJ's know. DJ's too, too normal. He's like the most normal person I know. Yeah, I know, but he's entertaining. Well, yeah, he's he's funny, and uh, but but no, this is more about like who's going to create drama, you know, who's going to uh, you know create intriguing television, not who's well, going to tell me, Lloyd, uh, not it? who's going to tell me who won the the Big Ten in nineteen seventy five. Doesn't have to be Lloyd. Lloyd Lloyd could be intriguing. I know it's not PK because they don't want to film some guy watching baseball twenty four hours a day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hans might be interesting. Hans is the answer. I bet, I bet Hans is the answer because he's got so many, not so many kids. How many kids Hans have? Four? Four. Like four uh, kids that are uh, anywhere from, uh, he had one just graduate, right? Uh, she's graduating. a senior yeah. this year. Anyway, down to, he's got an elementary school kid. Rock's in elementary? No, no, no. He's in junior high. I think you're right. But, oh, but maybe it, there's one younger than Rock. Yeah, Rock's number three, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that, that, that's got to be a chaotic Two household. dogs. Yeah, two. Rock in and of himself <laughs> should Rock. be on television. Rock would be a star. <laughs> he would be oh, a star. Oh, yeah. Rock, Rock's a fun kid. Maybe his other kids are too, but and, I don't know. That. Oh, Hans's kids are great. That's also Hans why I was going to say Scotty, because Scotty's youngest is a oh, spitfire. He is a riot. That is yeah, true. Brody. Brody is a riot. So that is true. I didn't know they brought kids into the equation. Uh, the, no, we we are doing that. We are doing oh, that. Well, right. they the kids are there, but they're not like star. Like we saw uh, Sharif Shah's two boys. Well, one's an adult, not really a boy. Uh, but I, I'm trying to think. You you see the kids, but they're not really like a center part in the whole thing. So it sounds to me like you've got to be willing to say outrageous things and, and do outrageous things. <laughs> And talk a lot of trash and have a scandalous <laughs> background. There's one gal on there who married uh, married her stepdad. Oh, no, 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 step grandfather. I apologize. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. I've never heard of such a thing. Does he have a lot of money? All these people have. How a lot of dare money. you ask that question, Gordon? It's true love. <laughs> They've been married like 21 years. And she's uh, how old? Oh, she's probably 40, 30, 35. She 40. better be older than 40. Wait, then how old is her husband? No, her step-grandpa is her husband. I, well, yeah. How old is he? Oh, he's probably, he's old. He's probably in his, like, 60s, 90? 70s. Yeah, he's, he's older. And actually would probably be a pretty good candidate for our next guest joining us now. From Wasatch Medical Clinic, <laughs> he is our good friend Andrew hey, Reinhardt. Hey, no, no. Andrew covers all ages. All right? ages. Andrew, all ages. <laughs> Did you watch There's The Real Housewives? more motivating than a young wife. You know? <laughs> that, that's a fact. <laughs> Did you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake, Andrew? No, although I will admit it's recorded on the TV, and we're definitely going to get to it. you got to check it out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, this, this, this gal married her step-grandpa. I had not heard that. Yeah, buddy. I got to get one question answered as far as it goes. Do they all live in their own homes? Where's the greeting place? How do they all? Where's the the action? In this case, uh, it culminated with a party at the Shaw household. But they've like follow them around individually and whatnot. Uh, Do they talk about their need for Andrew? 
<laughs> that their is husband's not, needs? <laughs> that has not come up yet. But if they are listening, uh, Andrew, you can help them out. In all seriousness, so a lot of guys are dealing with this out there. A lot of guys dealing with erectile dysfunction. And what's interesting is we do see some of those 80- and 90-year-old guys. And, in fact, we had a 77-year-old who did the treatments, and he said he was functioning in the bedroom like he was in his 40s when he got done. So that was cool. More commonly, though, are guys that are experiencing the occasional erectile dysfunction, and they don't like the pills. They can sense that the problem is getting worse. You know, it's headed in the wrong direction. And these acoustic wave therapy treatments, they work really well for mild to moderate ED, especially getting you back to 100%, reversing the clock, you know, 10 or 20 years. The big takeaway with this is there's no side effects. It takes just a few short 10-minute treatments, no pills, no needles, no surgery. Uh, We've helped a lot of relationships get back to just increasing the frequency of those intimate moments also. That's a big deal for couples. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you mentioned mentioned couples. I mean, it's not just one person uh, suffering from this. It's really two. Yeah, absolutely. We always are talking to the men. You know, hey, if you're struggling with ED... And a couple months ago, I started talking to the significant others. You know, this affects you, too. And you may be suffering just as much. And we kind of found that to be true. Uh, Do this for the relationship. Do this for the intimacy. That is so important for a couple. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. 801-901-8000. And uh, you guys are, are taking all the risk out of this, doing a lot for our listeners. We really are. We believe in delivering a lot of value. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, you can at least take the first step in meeting with the doctor, seeing if you're a good candidate, get a blood flow treatment, take our little special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom, all free. And then you can decide. You may say, this is a go. You may say not. It won't cost you a dime. Give us a call. And keep in mind, uh, this limited time is free testosterone to new patients to handle every angle of the erectile dysfunction. We got it covered. Give us a call now. It's all free. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When it all goes crazy and the thrill is gone This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today is Firefall, selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Uh, for the latest tour news and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com. I've heard this song, Gordon, but I hadn't really heard of, uh, of Firefall, so I had to uh, look him up. Uh, founded by Rick Roberts, who had been in the Flying Burrito Brothers, who I really like, <laughs> the Flying Burrito Brothers. So maybe I'll Man, like this, Firefall uh, here. I don't know. This music reminds me of uh, my days in college. That's so. Okay. Any any particular uh, fond memory or just uh, that period? 
No, just a period okay. of time. You know how music is. You weren't rolling down uh, the street in your Trans Am, rocking that tune with the windows down? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was what doing. What was your Probably first nonsense. car, Gordon? Not, not that this is Utah Car Sense every Saturday from 10 to noon starring Austin Horton. What was your first automobile? The, fir- the first car that I owned myself? No, no, no. The first car that uh, you had access to when you were of age. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> my parents... Uh, let me use a Pontiac Catalina uh, when I was quite young, and uh, and then. But the first car I bought was a was a Trans Am. It was. Mm-hmm. I was just busting your chops about that. You actually owned a Trans Am. I owned a Trans Am. I did. Did it have a, a Thunderbird painted on the hood? I'm a Firebird of sorts. To say that yes, it did. Wow. Did it have a fin? It had. It's kind of like a scoop a sp- on the trunk, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it had a spoiler on the back. Yeah. And that car was fast. Ooh, that car was fast. But uh, split top? No. Mm-hmm. no, no. Just hard top, huh? Yep. All one piece. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Not stereotypical it- at all. That's no. kind of embarrassing, isn't it? No, that's a cool car. Yeah, what's embarrassing about that? I don't know. I mean, it's a spoiled kid car, but... I, I paid for, with my own money for that. The DuPonts paid for it. Windows <laughs> down. Rocking some uh, uh, fog hat out the out the windows. Oh, you better believe, man. I had a cassette player in that thing, which was later stolen. But uh, it. Uh, I told you that story, haven't I? When, yes, uh, yes, it yes, got, yes. It got stolen, and I was out there examining the damage. And when I was leaning under the car looking at it, I had a, a police officer come up to me and say, Would uh, you please step away from the car? He thought I was stealing something out of my own car. I said, Where were you about a half hour ago? I bet he didn't like that. It's I don't know if it's a police officer. It could have been a security guard or something. I'm Gordon Monson. Yeah. I have a nice car. So, Gordon, I'm picturing Gordon. I only have one Porsche. I, I'm picturing Gordon just like Matthew McConaughey in Days Seem Confused. Is anybody else that paid like that? that oh, did you have a mustache? No. Uh, yeah, I, well, I had a, I had a, a lame one. Yeah. So exactly like that character. Can you go, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I can't do it in a Texas draw. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's that's Gordon. Wow, interesting. All right, well, you, you know. You what were, was your first car? Uh, my old, the Oldsmobile? No. Buick? No, no, no. My, uh, my old man uh, decided to use my 16th birthday as an occasion to get himself a new car. So uh-huh. I inherited uh, his 1987 Honda Accord, which I oh. wrecked in a few short months. What do, you, what do you mean? You literally wrecked it? Oh, yeah, totally. How? What did uh, you do? Okay, so you know the, you know the movie theaters on 33rd South, the, the Century movie theaters? So those there used to be two movie theaters right there. One was a big dome theater, and the other one was a different one, believe it or not. So, But there were two movie marquees right there. And so I'm heading east on that road, and I'm checking out what's playing. <laughs> and this old, burly pickup truck decides to stop to turn left 
and I just smashed right up against the oh. smashed it smashed it good it was really not good it was not it was it was not uh it was not one of the the best days of my life uh, I'll tell let's you this see, though I, let's figure this out was there texting back then I just well, no there was not no, text. That's, I, I uh, certainly did not have a cell phone I was gonna say you should just wait to listen to the movie zone on Thursday nights don't even need to look at marquees I it was distracted driving i 100 percent uh, admit to it I, I was looking and see i know exactly what i was doing and and here's the thing i i didn't get a ticket for it because when the cop uh, you know was dealing with me the other guy who i hit was such a jerk i mean uh, such a jerk he spit on me 16 year old kid spit on he you? spit on me and but uh you know the cop said hey what happened here i was like this is 100 my fault you know like explain it all to him and he didn't give me a ticket because the guy was such a jerk. He was like, you know what? Here, take a warning. You know what? Like, <laughs> wow, so that's he was. Nice of him. Yeah, he was quite nice to me. Because what'd you was, do when the guy spit on you? That was definitely my fault. How do you keep your cool when someone spits on you? Well, I was only sixteen. He I was, got spit on when I was seven and almost went to jail. He was a lot bigger than me, and there were multiple police officers there. Okay. So. <laughs> that really was. You spit on me. It's over. Oh yeah, the, the I mean. This guy's girlfriend had to run home to get his insurance card and all this stuff. It's not good. Huh. I learned a lesson, though. Keep your eyes on the road. So uh, Pontiac Trans Am for Gordon. Is that Sorry, was that what it was? That was a, a Pontiac. Or a Firebird. What was it, Gordon? No, it was a Trans Am. Gordon's With first. the Firebird painted yeah. on it. And, yeah. and you were an 87 Honda Accord? Correct. Big difference there. Big difference, yeah. That's East Coast, Midwest. But wait a second. You asked me what car I bought, and, and Jake is talking about a car he was handed down to him. Oh. So, I mean, I had access to the Pontiac Catalina, which would probably be a more... But did, it sounds like your dad gave it to you, though. Uh, Well, right? gave it to me. I mean, let me drive it. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't get the pink slip or anything. He just handed me the keys and said, take it easy out there. Did you have to, like, defeat him in a feat of strength or something? No. Or it was just, uh -uh. he just gave it to no. you? He, he was enjoying his new car, so it all worked out fine. My family, I, I come from a family, Gordon, that, that we drive our cars into the ground. We don't, uh, we don't uh, negotiate through cars. In my family, we buy a car and we keep it for, like, 10 to 15 years. So this oh. was a, a right. you know, 10-year-old car that I inherited. So you're not leasing cars at all, huh? Not, not a leasing family. Mm -hmm. However, uh, I get the appeal of leasing. I've talked to Austin about it many times. Yeah, we, we lease one car. We have paid the other one off. We do both. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> Gordon is Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused. That's very funny, Mantis, who uh, tweeted that in. That's very funny. I have uh, I I've only seen bits and pieces of that movie. I've never sat down and watched that movie, so I don't know whether I've been insulted or not. Oh no, he's but, he's a good character. He's funny. Okay. I don't think he would like that movie though. The uh, the Trans Am I had was not uh, you know it wasn't the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. It was I mean it was a different color. It was kind of a uh, a maroon color. Kind of a what, what color is that? Uh, kind of a burgundy, candied, a candied burgundy, maybe. <laughs> okay, Bob Ross. Uh, let's see. Our friend Hugh Chasta trailer tweets in. He says, also guilty as charged along with Gordon Monson. First car was a used 70, uh, 1970 Dodge Charger RT. 
He said he traded it uh, in on a new 78 Trans Am black with gold pinstriping and the Firebird Ooh. on the hood. Either could yeah. pass anything but a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That's so funny. That is so oh, true. Man. So there you go, Gordon. You chested trailers with you, buddy. You're yeah, I had the I had the reverse scoop coming out of the out of the engine out of the uh, hood, the whole the whole tacky nine yards. But uh, it was used. It wasn't. I didn't go onto a new lot. You mean like the it. cold air intake thing on the front of the on the front hood, the scoop thing? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that thing was was hungry as you to Shasta Trailer said. Hungry for fuel. Hungry for air. And I think it had a 6.5 liter engine in it or something. It was a, a powerful, a power car, essentially. All right, productive segment. I should have, I should have <laughs> bought a Toyota Corolla or something, but I was. That was really a productive done. segment, wasn't it? Very productive. Yep. Oh, come on. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll put somebody on Austin's list, which is always productive. Uh, stay <laughs> tuned. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. isn't much that makes austin horton angry wait who are we kidding almost everything makes austin upset this is austin's airing of grievances the tradition begins with the airing of grievances on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Oh, that is incredible. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for Austin's List, brought to you today by our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st Century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Austin has an enemies list, and you don't want to end up on it, uh, but uh, we find out who does a couple times every week. Have you guys, uh, either of you, rented a storage unit in your lives? Uh, yes. Gordon? I think I think we had one for a short period of time, yeah. They're, they're awfully convenient. They're usually fairly priced. Uh, we, when, you know, when we were between houses moving and stuff, I don't know what we would have done without one, and the place we went to was great, and on and on and on. But uh, Elise Young of Tooele went to a bad one. <laughs> At least that's how she would uh, put this. Now, I've, I've got some help here from the KSL investigators uh, over there at KSL TV. But she went into this storage place. Uh, she's a single mother, uh, and she put all of her stuff in this uh, storage unit, stuff that she had bought, stuff that she had financed, stuff that she had uh, uh, inherited, priceless family heirlooms of, and, and stuff. She filled out the auto pay paperwork so that she would not have to worry about missing a payment gave her credit card information filled out all the paperwork got approved went home they called her back and said oh we lost the paperwork you got to come back in she went back in filled out the paperwork again they called back again and said are you going to come in and fill out your paperwork she said i've done it twice you lost it once and they said well we gotta have you come in a third time she went in three times, filled out the auto pay paperwork three times fully, and then life got busy as it does for a single mother and for really anyone. Seven months down the road, she gets a notice that all of her items have been auctioned and sold and are gone and cannot be traced. Just gone. Gone into the, into the atmosphere. 
and she, she is, is livid, obviously. Turns out that she did everything right. She filled out the paperwork. She had the credit card on file. It was a good credit card. But this storage unit's software kept declining the credit card charge. It wasn't her bank. It was she checked with her bank. The bank said, no, it's good credit card. It should have been working. The software they were using kept declining the credit card. And so they sold all of her stuff. The weird thing is they never sent her an email, never sent her a letter, never called her, just sold it. It's just all gone. A lifetime worth of stuff. Some, like I said, priceless inherited heirlooms just gone out into the wind. And so now what is she left to do? She's left to surf... Uh, you know, Facebook Marketplace and KSL Classifieds and yard sales and pawn shops trying to get back this stuff that you probably can never replace and is priceless. So, storage units that just sell people's stuff, you made the list today. Hmm. I always wondered, because there's that, that show, what is it, Storage Wars or whatever, uh, which I, I've yeah. only seen one episode, but it's it, remarkable to me how many uh, people just put their stuff in a storage unit and then vanish into thin air. How is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, and in fact, they asked the manager of the storage unit and they said, oh, little mix ups here and there. You know, somebody's forgot to put on. Somebody forgets to check, change their card. They don't understand why it's being declined. Uh, and, and the KSL guy said, well, you guys, she's saying that you guys lost all the paperwork and that there's a problem. And they said, there's only one piece of paper. Uh, there's just one piece of paper that has her information on it for her card. Did you use it? No, we didn't. Or did you lose it? No, we didn't lose it. It was out of date. And when pressed as to what does out of date mean, they didn't get an answer or a reply. So who do the, the people who buy the stuff, who do they pay? when it, the, the, storage, the storage unit the owner. The storage unit yeah. owner? Yeah. Because you're renting their space to store your stuff. And if you go delinquent on your payments, I swear there's, there should be, if there isn't, a law that you have to have confirmation of the person that you've told them two or three times, you've got to come get your stuff or we're selling it. But maybe there isn't. Maybe that's where the problem needs to be fixed. I wonder how many times the, in that Storage Wars show uh, they open up the storage unit and there's just a guy cooking meth in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's Storage Wars Wyoming. I know. Because am I the only one that just assumes every other storage unit is a meth lab? No, I've never assumed that. Oh. Oh. I guess I am the only one. There, well, could you imagine the startled look on some guy's face whoa. cooking meth when that, that thing just lifts and there's a crowd of people out there ready to bid on, on what's inside? Wow. There, don't, haven't there been cases of people who actually move in for a while? Now that I know is illegal. You can't live in yeah. a storage unit. No, you can't. But I'm sure it happens. Oh, man. That reminds me, of the uh, speaking of meth jokes, of my favorite qu- uh, quote from a, a police officer ever. This happened a few years ago when uh, they busted a meth lab across from uh, B- across the street from BYU. Do you remember that story, Gordon? And uh, uh, it was a young person sure. that was cooking the meth, and uh. he he said to the the police, he said, "No, I'm making my own soap." And, oh yeah, that's and the, right. the cop was asked the cop was asked if it was a meth lab, and he goes, "You know how I know that this is a meth lab." Because this is a meth lab. <laughs> so it was the most amazing quote I've ever seen. Next question. <laughs> you know, I know this is a meth lab because this is a meth lab. <laughs> yeah, that, that confirms it. Oh, you know what? Just to bookend this story, KSL then rented a storage unit 
from this place to see what would happen. And they were told, oh, we don't allow automatic payment anymore. Wow. Oh. So that's... Was that our boy uh, Matt Gephardt? No, I think that? this is Mike Hedrick, I think, who did this one. I yeah, it's think, Mike Hedrick. I don't think... Uh, he, he's, Gephardt's not doing get Gephardt since he went to KSL, right? He's just he does a few more. investigative things, but not... He's mostly just feature reporter. Yeah. Hey. He handled... By the way, Gephardt, to give him a shout out, he handled the protests... Oh, yeah, he was awesome. Really well. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Uh, yeah, certainly. It would be interesting walking through a protest with a, you know, wall trying to broadcast. That had now, to be Austin, a unique circumstance. I asked this question with all due respect. Anything else bugging you? Okay, that's a loaded question. Is there something? No, I just, I just figure there's something else bugging me now. <laughs> <laughs> Or more just, specifically, someone else. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, indeed. Safety. All right, we've got uh, what's going on coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, hanging out with us from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And Andrew, there's a lot of uh, guys out there are suffering needlessly. They need to listen up. Yes, they are. They're suffering needlessly. They're significant. Other probably suffering erectile dysfunction. Boy, far more common than even I thought and so many guys taking the pill dealing with the side effects and then having to take more and more of it uh you could spend weeks on the science page at wasatchmedicalclinic.com reading clinical after clinical from places like cambridge showing that our treatments the acoustic wave therapy can really regrow blood vessels it can do it without any side effects uh you don't have to take the pill anymore so if any of you are out there frustrated in the bedroom, there's a lot of relief in here. We've treated thousands of guys all over the country with every kind of health condition of every age and all kinds of different severity levels of ED. And you can get back to normal function. You can increase the frequency of those intimate moments as well. And uh, it's been a great alternative, of course, to the side effects and the medication. So you say a few treatments, Andrew. We're talking, what, uh, back to normal or, or close to it in a couple of weeks? Yes. Two weeks' time is the average uh, duration of treatments, and there might be a few 10-minute sessions in there. Really easy. It kind of looks like an ultrasound machine. It's placed on the skin, and it gently delivers these pressure waves in to the blood vessels. And what we're doing is kind of agitating those blood vessels, similar to what you do when you go to the gym and lift a muscle. We're building them up stronger. We're tricking the body into healing itself so that when the timing is right in the bedroom, your brain releases some chemicals and the blood flows properly, similar to what it did in a man's younger years. 801-901-8000 is the number to call to get on the schedule. And you want to do it because uh, you're taking all the risk out of this for our listeners and then some, right? We are. We're giving away a lot for free today. Call us. Put a stop to the ED. Get the relationship back. Uh, the exam is free. The consultation. You'll meet with a medical doctor. He'll test your blood flow. Really cool, by the way, just to get that test and get a gauge for how good your blood flow is. Uh, we'll do that all free. We'll throw in a little special gift that I still haven't seen fail. It produces instant results in the bedroom. Really cool. And new patients now even get free testosterone to handle a little ambition in the bedroom, I call it. So we got every angle covered. Give us a call now. It's all free. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew.
Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more Big Show. What's going on? Coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.